BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome to the Camp Report for August the 22nd of 2023. Uh, they're coming off of this game against the uh, Houston Texans, and it was a pretty eventful day. They had an, uh, a closed practice, so I can't tell you too much of what was going on on the field, but it was a very eventful day since they had all the assistant coaches up there. Uh, first to talk was, was Embry. Uh, you know, he was asked about Elijah Higgins. Um, and he says it was too, it's too early to judge his place on the roster. I thought it was a uh, pretty revealing that he was um, effusive on Julian Hill, and then it actually bore out in practice. Julian Hill has gained some workload and more responsibility, of course, in Eric Saubert's uh, absence. Somebody had to f- step up and fill the void. As of right now, it is Julian Hill. Uh, Tanner Connor returned to practice. That's all I have on that. Um, he mentioned something about giving more to do to the tight ends, giving the tight ends more to do today, start building some chemistry with Tua. Um, you could kind of see it happening in the closed session, but I can't get too much into that. Eric Stoosville also spoke, uh, says he really likes his depth and – uh, did actually endorse uh, Brooks as he said he can play at this level. And all of the guys, we, and this is almost a direct quote, but he says all the guys we have in the running back room can, have, and will play well in the NFL. And I made a note of it. This is the most optimistic I have ever heard Stoosville talk about a running back room. He's been here for a very long time. Okay. So that should tell you something. Uh, somebody asked him, by the way, do you have enough to, after he said all of this stuff? Uh, somebody asked him, do you have enough talent to have a good season? Which is a interesting question, to say the least. And Eric Stutzville just stared. Um, Ronaldo Hill was out there, and I didn't get too much of what he was talking about because I wanted to go talk to Butch Barry. And Butch Barry was kind of effusive in the praise of how the offensive line is coming along. Uh, most notably, uh, some of the guys on the interior. Um, he did express some concern. He talked about drilling on Connor Williams and his snapping issues. Um, he he also spoke about, you know, and I asked him about Kean Smith and Ryan Hayes. And he said that those guys have been a sponge since day one and that you could see how they're just actually gaining 
uh, every single day in practice. Not that he's that they're gonna that they're gonna both make the team. I, by the way, I think they both try to get put onto the practice squad, and I think Keon Smith has a a chance. Okay, a chance at the fifty three, and I'll tell you why. Some promotions are being had, and some people are having injuries. Lester Cotton was a DMP today, which kind of brings you to a pretty thin situation at left guard right now. Okay, it's Isaiah Wynn, it's Liam Eikenberg, and it's nobody else right now, as Robert Jones is out for four to six weeks, according to his agent. Um, I spoke to Austin Clark. Austin Clark is a is you know he, he's a delight. Like he's gonna he's gonna tell you you know. Pretty much, if you ask him, he's going to give you an honest answer. Um, you know, after practice, uh, we all spoke to Brandon Peely. Brandon Peely revealed that Austin Clark was who recruited him and that the recruitment process was actually pretty simple. And the Dolphins kind of had their finger on the scale because he had a relationship with Austin Clark. And that's something that, that continuously happens with this team. If you have a good relationship with a certain player and you have good tape on them and a good evaluation, you know, you cash in on that to try to bring him into the fold. Uh, in my opinion, from everything that I've gathered, uh, especially today, Brandon Peely has earned his way onto the roster. I asked Austin Clark about Jalen Twyman, and uh, he said, and this is a direct quote, good toolbox. We brought him in week four of last year, and he constantly works. Just missed one in the last game when I was asking him about uh, the sack he almost got in his last game, and he actually promised, you know what, he'll get one today. He was close, by the way. Uh, I gave him my thesis on how he sometimes lucks into pressure, and Austin Austin Clark said, uh, no, nah, it's never luck. And he kind of endorsed uh, Jalen Twyman's uh, toolbox as far as a pass rusher. He says he has a deep pass rush portfolio, and I guess he likes him. But it's also telling that all we talked about was his uh, pass rushing prowess as a three tech. Uh, those guys just don't make it under Vic Fangio. Vic Fangio likes more versatile defensive linemen. I think Jalen Twyman is right there on the bubble. But you can tell they like him. Okay. Uh, Vic Fangio came on and held court. He had a huge crowd around him. You know, and he was talking about how you know how him and Mike McDaniel are kind of opposites because Mike McDaniel comes in early and then leaves early. So like sometimes he's showing up at three a.m. <laughs> you know, which is like who the hell shows up anywhere to work at three a.m. But evidently Mike McDaniel does. And Vic Fangio says, "Nah, I sleep in late, and then I just go to bed late. Sometimes, sometimes I go to bed at five thirty a.m. Uh, yeah, coaches are are crazy. Yeah, it's the way he works." Uh, Vic Fangio was very revealing when he was talking about his secondary people. Uh, he used this word, trust, when he was speaking about, when he was talking about Cam Smith. And he said, look, I know he won't beat himself. And then he said, most of the issues in the secondary are self-inflicted wounds. And he kind of gave Cam Smith an endorsement, which is good to hear if you're Cam Smith. Uh, Cam Smith is working behind uh, in case you haven't noticed, uh, because of due to his injury, although he did work uh, full go today, which is also a good sign. He also revealed that that injury he had, that he has right now, he had in college. So he dealt with it in college before, so he should have some experience with it. Uh, Vic Fangio, not a fan of David Long, or he's trying to light a fire under under his ass. 
I don't know, one of the one of the two. But he said he's a good run and hit guy, and he will give you flashy plays, which are good to have. But we want more consistency. And that was the that was the page on on David Long from Vic Fangio. Uh, he's done this all camp, really. But you know, David Long's a good player, and he's gonna be. He's going to be important for this defense. He just has to stay healthy. That's that's pretty much it. Um, back to Butch Barry. Uh, I spoke to him about about what he stresses as far as when he teaches uh, outside zone. And he says that he, he stresses ball leverage above all else before even technique. And what ball leverage means is where the play is, where it's going, and where it can be. And essentially what he is trying to convey is that you that his offensive lineman must be uh, aware of what defensive linemen are actually trying to do when you're engaged in a block. So if you're feeling leverage one way, just go with it. And your running backs are going to read it and make a play for you. Um, on the optimism, back to Butch Barry, on the optimism uh, that he has on AJ, uh, Austin Jackson, uh, he says, look, he's a great athlete, and this is what I've I've said before, and I've said it on the podcast. Uh, guys that look like Austin Jackson and can move like Austin Jackson at his size, you know, they're rare. And those guys, you just have to, you know, you you have to give every benefit of the doubt until you can't. But we, you know, we're getting close. Like, it's, you know, like, it's obvious for him. Like, this is the year. He's either gonna it's either gonna happen for him now or it just won't happen this year and we'll be moving on at season's end looking for another uh right tackle. Uh after practice, and you know, I'm not gonna get too much into what happened in practice. I know I know that there's some out there that like to, you know, start uh, tabulating all the statistics and passer rating and all that kind of stuff. Um, I have zero interest. When they're doing a, an install, uh, Jerome Baker, uh, very forthcoming guy. Uh, those are the kind of guys you want on this team. Okay, he's always available, smart, and he plays well. Okay, um, I hope he's here a little bit longer than than this year because if you look around this roster, a lot of the talent on this roster has been injured and unavailable at times. Jerome Baker is not one of those guys. Uh, Raheem Mostert. Uh, mostly boilerplate stuff. Same thing with David Long. You know, uh, Raheem Mostert, you know, he was asked about Jonathan Taylor. And, of course, what he's going to say, he's going to be a pro. He's going to look like, I don't worry about that. I work about worry about perfecting my craft. Um, Jerome Baker, one thing that he did say is that he loves the functional speed on the defense. And he said, I feel as if guys are running alongside me. Uh, which is kind of revealing. He's basically saying, yeah, you know, I'm fast, and the guys around me on this defense are fast, and that makes us better. Um, Cam Smith revealed that Jalen Ramsey is in every single meeting, and he also talked about Vic Fangio, and he said he's bland. He doesn't like any of our music, which is understandable. Uh, And I already mentioned about the injury. Uh, After practice as well, uh, Kendall Lamb was talking about how Butch uh, he told Butch that he needed to get some reps on the right side because uh, right tackle because he feels as if he has to see it to be able to do it. He was really forthcoming. He was talking about how how he always tries to stay ready, but that he must you know play some right tackle 
if he's going to be the swim tack swing the swing tackle on both sides he has to be able to feel it and see it to be able to do it uh i also took some notes uh as far as the indoor portion which i can't reveal what they actually did schematically uh but it was revealing uh let's just say that there was some special teams work that was also revealing which kind of told you uh, the pecking order and where we are at this moment. Keon Crossan sighting. He's back, and he was a full go on special teams. So that's good to see. Uh, he hasn't been he hasn't been much of a participant this entire camp. Keon Crossan is now back, so that should give a boost to the special teams. What I, what should also like you're adding Keon Crossan, but you're taking away Justin Bethel because I saw him and he had a brace on his left knee. In my opinion, it didn't look good. Uh, one one note that I jotted down, uh, the Noah Benogany, Eli Apple rep differential, it, it has gone to zero, okay? So I think it's anybody's job at this point. Um, Noah was, was holding on to it all this time. And now it's rather unclear who's actually number. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. For one in that pecking order, as the rep, like I said, the rep differential is completely even. Alec Engel got some work, full work. For the first time in almost two weeks, uh, I made a note. Julian Hill, uh, more responsibility. Uh, you can guess where he is on the on the pecking order. It's a pretty sizable jump for him in the depth chart. So you could guess where where he's going. Um, Isaiah Wynn, like, like I said, there's only two two guards right now, two left guards. Isaiah Wynn and Liam Eikenberg. You could guess who's who's the top guy. Uh, Lester Cotton was a DMP today. Uh, I spoke about I I wrote I wrote about a parlor trick that that Jake Bailey does the punter he hits every single beam on the indoor practice field and he hits them in the spot he wants to hit them so uh, I guess he's accurate I'd like to see him you know drop some inside of the twenty uh, I haven't seen too much of that I've actually watched very very little of special teams uh, this camp. Um, you know, mostly they put them on the other field, so I don't really get to, to see too much of it. Um, so, but, you know, um, hopefully we get to see some directional punting and some 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 coffin corner punting against the, the Jaguars coming up here on Saturday. Uh, Christian Wilkins, really, really vocal, but again, holding in. He's not participating in 11-on-11, but he was really vocal uh, uh, with his defensive linemates. Uh Mike McDaniel and Chris Greer 
engaged in a very long conversation during practice. Um, hard to time, but less than 30 minutes, but easily more than 15. Okay. So somewhere in that sweet spot of around 20 minutes, it was a long conversation. Like you could tell it was, and it wasn't really animated. Like they were just talking matter of fact, back and forth. Uh, it looked like Greer was just informing him, uh, but it was a long conversation. Uh, Vic Fangio evidently likes to joke with the wide receivers. And uh, he told uh, Waddle, I guess, a real knee slapper because Waddle was just, you know, pissing himself laughing. Uh, I wonder what he told them. But it was, it was interesting to see that Vic Fangio gravitates to the wide receivers of all people. Um, as far as aesthetics or how they ran practice, it's Frank Smith. That, is, that was what I always told you. Frank Smith, Daryl Bevel. They orchestrate the offense as Mike McDaniel is actually calling plays in. On the defense, it's Ronaldo Hill, Sam Madison, as Vic Fangio calls plays in. Uh, all right, uh, you can ask questions in the chat and I can answer them, but we have uh, somebody up right now. Identify yourself as I bring you up. It's Cap Stern. I'm thinking of changing my social media to Talks on WEC. <laughs> <laughs> Um, is the, is the differential, is it Apple getting better or Noah getting worse? And, and how did Cam look at full go? Cam is always going to look great because, uh, you know, he's a blue chip athlete and he's long lean. Um, but as far as Apple and Noah Bonagini, it's not really about Noah getting worse. It's about, they're getting a longer look of both guys. And I guess you could say Eli Apple is moving up a little bit. And here we have another one. And uh, identify yourself as I bring you up. What's going on, Saints Mechanic? Um, follow me on Twitter, Asian Dolphin. Long time no see. Um, question, the second team offensive line, I would have to assume is Feeney on that light guard spot since Lester Khan can essentially play both sides, did not practice. Uh, who? Who are you talking about on the right on the right side? Uh, the right guard, uh, Dan Feeney. Yeah, uh, they're doing some of that. Uh, remember, they're just thin right there right now. Uh, Robert Jones was playing both spots, if you remember. So, yeah, it's Dan Feeney. Uh, they're thin at guard. Uh, they had a, a thousand guys going for the left guard spot like three days ago, and now they're thin there because they took two injuries. And the lesser cotton injury, nobody knows what it is. All we know is that he was on the sideline for the game, and then uh, today he was a DMP. Uh, some people spotted him in the building. I did not. Um, uh, I think I saw him like uh, walking in the parking lot, but you know, don't quote me. I think uh, I think he was in the parking lot, but uh, nobody knows what his injury is about as of right now. And lastly, do you think Keon Smith will do some um, guard work? I I felt like I saw him at guard, left guard at one at one point. Um, will he be that that third option left guard? Or who's anyone else? Yeah, they've tried him uh, a little bit at at a uh, at left guard. Um, I don't, I'm, I haven't liked some of his tape at left guard. He's had some good snaps, but um, you know, if he's going to be an option, he's just going to be an option right now because Lester Cotton is is nursing some type of injury that we are not aware of, and that Robert Jones is out for at least four weeks. Um, but other than that, I. Th think he's training on as a left tackle pretty well and he's practice squad eligible and i like him uh, as far as trying to keep him uh, around you got anything else nope that's all thank you 
All right. Uh, let me see if uh, there's any questions in the chat. And and there is. There's one that says, Alf, if you wanted uh, Taylor, I assume that's Jonathan Taylor. Okay. And you were Miami. How would you make that deal work? And what would you think it's worth? Uh, I think we only pay we pay only premium and running back just isn't anymore. Okay, and he has an editorial comment at the end of it. Um, I heard some some people you know talk about oh he's worth a, a first round pick yeah you know in a vacuum, but I think he's worth a first round equivalent or less, which means you work your way down from a first round equivalent, which means first round equivalent is two second rounders. I think you work your way down from there and you offer a second rounder and see if they'll take a salary from you. Now, how do you fit him into the salary cap going forward? Remember, it's not about this year. Like you could, you could pay his salary this year. That's not a problem. It's about next year's deal, right? And his cap number for next year. Let's say you're just going to load up the cap, give him the full charge for next season. Okay. Uh, Look for a high-priced player on your team right now, and that's your sacrifice. Is it Xavier Howard? Is it as simple as Emmanuel Ogba? But when you remember when you start saying, "Look, you know, uh, you know, we'll just sacrifice Emmanuel Ogba, and all will be great in the world." Well, not necessarily. You still have to pay Phillips. You have to pay Waddle soon. You have to pay Holland soon. You know, uh, your sacrifice has to be a little deeper, in my opinion. And of course, I I advocate for for squaring away Christian Wilkins ASAP before anything happens on the Jonathan Taylor front. Can it happen? Absolutely, but there has to be a sacrifice made. I just don't see how you know you just add him for the price of just letting Emmanuel Ogba go at season's end. Like um, I just don't see that. I think it's going to cost you something beyond that because you're going to need Emmanuel Ogba's money if you want to retain Zach Sealer. If not, you're essentially starting to sacrifice not only money guys like an Xavier Howard, but then you sacrifice keeping your good players like Zach Sealer. So you're taking actually two steps back just by acquiring Jonathan Taylor. So you got to have a real plan if you're going to do it. And that plan, I believe, will entail a sacrifice. And that sacrifice has to be to a player that makes a good salary. Uh, another question. Uh, there's another question in the, the chat. Now that this is the second year of the offense, will we see the Dolphins go no huddle? Uh, possibly. They haven't I don't, They haven't practiced it and they haven't used it in a game yet. Uh, in a preseason game or in a scrimmage or in a... Well, except for the, you know, the two-minute drills that they've run. They haven't used it in a joint practice yet or a scrimmage. So, but yeah, it'll it'll make some sense, especially with this running game. Like you have a wide zone r- rushing attack, man. That's 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 something good to call if you have your offensive linemen are in good shape. That's something good to call against a defense that's tiring in the fourth quarter. Uh, so I would say absolutely. Uh, two more questions, and then I think we can get out of here. How much do you think Taylor would get? Man, a lot of Jonathan Taylor questions. He must be pretty good. How much do you think Jonathan Taylor would get if traded anywhere? Yeah, like I said, uh, equivalent of a first-round pick. So two seconds and, or less. That That's where I think you, you start. But anything more? No. A first-round pick? I extremely doubt it. I, I don't see anybody in the league giving a first-round pick for Jonathan Taylor. 
I think it's two two it's two twos or less. Maybe something like a, a second round pick, a fourth rounder, and then maybe a useful player. Not a star player, a useful player. Like kind of like what Miami has, like a Jeff Wilson type or Cedric Wilson, something like that. But uh, remember what I said about sacrifices. Uh, they will be ha- they will have to be made a year from now. All right, last question. It's in the chat. How do you fix Austin Jackson forgetting to anchor every 10 plays? Um, and then it says, hey, at least the Jets spend $8 million on Cook before Taylor was available. I love how that works out, right? <laughs> that works out beautifully. Uh, it would be hilarious if, if, you know, if the Jets spend $8.6 million on Dalvin Cook and then the Dolphins manage to trade for Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor. And, you know, and he's going to cost less than that for this calendar year. So, yeah, that would be hilarious. How do you fix AJ for getting the anchor? The same way that Butch Barry said that you fix him, you drill it, you drill it like crazy. Uh, you get into practice and you drill, 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 rep, 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 rep until, you know, it's ingrained in him. Okay, you got to keep your technique. You got to keep your bend. You can't stand up. You can't get on skates. All right. Uh, we're going to call it right here. They will practice again tomorrow. I believe it's close to the public. And then one more practice before they have a day off before the game against the Jaguars on Saturday. One note, the following the following Tuesday, it's the last of the general practices. And it's going to be a closed install. So I don't think I can say too much because remember they will have a roster by tuesday and then on wednesday is the day that they let us into the locker room and you essentially get to meet the the team for 2023 and there will be a chris greer availability on that wednesday so that's it that's all the the housekeeping i have for this uh i will talk to you again tomorrow Thanks for listening to Three Yards Per Caddy. You can subscribe via iTunes, on Podbean, or your usual podcast provider. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.